Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how are we doing? Good. Man, another week. We missed last week. Yeah. Uh, just uh, we had some birthdays and some family stuff that we were taking care of. So we miss you guys, but it's going to happen. Um, but dude, we got a lot of stuff to chat about today. First things first, let's jump into some monster news. Okay. All right. Because we got a lot to chat about. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. CMC uh, is set to practice this week, but still unknown about his return timeline. So I'll keep Chuba Hubbard on your rosters. Yep. Um, just the saddest piece of news I've heard all year. Derrick Henry out six to 10 weeks with foot surgery. Yeah, almost. Uh, Long live the king. Yep. I cried for. I wanted Derrick Henry to be MVP this year. Like, honestly, what he has been doing, like, back in the last year and yep. this season is, like, all time stuff and just. Makes me want to like make like an hour long Derrick Henry video. It's yeah, just like he is so. Yeah, good. this one this one hurts, man. I mean, obviously he's on my redraft team, and I just made some trades this weekend and was like feeling really good about myself until this. And uh, he's he's kind of one of those guys that they're not going to be able to replace him. So no, he has a forty three point advantage on the second place running back right now. Yeah, he'll still probably finish top ten. Mm, no, <laughs> but. <laughs> I mean, who knows? He'll finish top 20. He'll finish top 20. That works. <laughs> what else we got? We got... Oh, the other. <laughs> this one also hurt me. Yeah, James Robinson, day-to-day with a foot injury. It looks like it might be a lot worse than it is. Mm-hmm. So now he does have a chance to play in week nine. Just uh, monitor practice reports. Dak Prescott, unknown if he will play week nine with the calf injury. He didn't play last night, week eight, against the Vikings, the Sunday night game. But they didn't need him. It was an ugly game, but uh, they got the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calvin Ridley stepping away from football. Yeah, man. He wants to uh, for his mental well-being. Yeah, yeah. This one, this one really sucks, man. I mean, he's a very talented kid. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I know he missed a couple games earlier this season. Yeah, which was for personal reasons. So yeah. So we don't probably, know if that they're probably linked. Yeah, it's got to be linked at that point. But we're, we can't definitively say it, they're linked. But uh, I really hope that you know everything goes well, I, and I hope he really comes back. Yeah. I haven't read a ton into this, but what I have read, I don't know if, I don't think this is like uh Andrew Luck, I'm retiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of a thing, but I don't think that's out of the question, though. Yeah. But, um, we'll just have to, we're really going to have to monitor it. It'd be hard to see him coming back this season, though. Yeah, I think he might take the rest of the season off. I just, again, I just, I really, because he's still a young kid, man. Like, oh, yeah, I think he's, he's 26. Not, yeah, maybe. he's, he's still young. So I hope it's nothing too serious or crazy and, and, you know, our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family for sure. So, yep. Uh, last piece of news uh, George Kittle looks like the 49ers are expecting him back in week nine. So, that's really going to help yeah, them. That is going to be good news. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There is a yeah report that just came out. Uh, Debo's nursing a little bit of an injury. I don't mm-hmm. think it sounds serious or anything like that, but George Kittle should be out there. Yeah. And then also note that uh, um, Kyler Murray is day to day with an ankle injury. But I'm sure he'll play. I don't see any reason not to. But that could hurt the Cardinals again this week if he doesn't for some reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of, yes. Uh oh. AJ Green. Oh gosh, AJ yes. Green. We got to talk about this. Doesn't hurt the Cardinals. That's AJ Green's job. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure everybody has seen this by now. I watched the game like two days later when yeah. I finally had some time to sit down and watch the full game. And I had already seen all the memes and heard yeah. about it, but yeah. still watching it live was just yeah. If you wow. haven't actually seen the live aspect of it, you need to go watch it. Like the memes and everything are hilarious. I think the best one that I've seen was when he basically retired in the fourth quarter yeah. and told nobody or what. Yeah, I'm like, AJ that's Green so retired good. in the middle of his route in the last play of the fourth quarter. Game. <laughs> right, right, yeah, and I'm like, that's epic. Um, I mean, incredible catch by the cornerback for the Packers. Yeah. He, yeah, that was a great catch, but it was just, it was just perfect. AJ Green had just turned his head, and the ball had just passed him, and he's like kind of looking around because everyone's like freaking out. Right. And he looks behind him. He's like, oh my, yeah, oh my god. Well, what's weird is like you know I I was watching Undisputed, and Shannon Sharp was even trying to figure out like I don't like no one knows what he was doing. You just yeah, <laughs> like, like I mean all of these very 
you know, big name wide receivers that have now retired are all trying to. Like, I mean, one, we have all these yeah, things. One, said, there's like, no way he doesn't know that the ball's coming to him there. Two, yeah. even if the ball's not coming to you there, that's not how you operate. Well, he was going way. to block. Yeah. And that's what was weird is like, it was like he was on a run play and it, it probably started, maybe start out as a run play, but there was a, a check happen and then they probably switched it, which is all done pre-snap anyway. So, yeah. you know, the both plays going out of the huddle. I don't know. I don't know, man, but it makes him look really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got anything else? That's it. All right, man. Uh, real quick, we wanted to uh, share a little bit about Generate Health. Uh, Generate Health is uh, a partner that we have partnered with this year. Awesome, awesome company. And we just wanted to kind of uh, talk a little bit about prenatal care. Um, so healthy women um, are more likely to have, obviously, healthy babies. So, so one of the most important things that we can do to help improve the health of babies is to improve our overall health for pregnant women. Um, that starts with a quality prenatal early, um, early care in their pregnancy. Regular medical care during pregnancies provide pre- uh, pregnant women with vital information about changes to their body that could put their pregnancy or their health at risk. So again, early detection, you know, so we want to, we want to be able to find things early if there's anything wrong. Uh, women are also advised to seek medical care as soon as they might think they are pregnant. So even if you don't know, let's go check it out. They got pregnancy tests all over. I mean, Walgreens is on every corner, right? Uh, Generate Health uh, prioritizes improving access to prenatal care because too many women in the community experience barriers entering uh, care early and regularly. In some neighborhoods, more than 30, 30%, oh my goodness, 30% guys of pregnant women aren't even able to get quality prenatal care. Uh, those barrier, uh, barriers can include affording care, uh, finding quality care, taking time off of work to attend appointments. You know, real quick, I want to sh- uh, try to figure that out too. I always hate the fact that doctor's offices close at like six. Maybe we can talk about that sometime. Um, but yeah, and having transportation or even finding child care for other children that they might have at their house. Uh, if you want to learn more about what Generate Health is doing to promote access to prenatal care, uh, please click the link that we're going to put in the description um, and, and really try to, you know, maybe find some ways you can donate to Generate Health, um, but you can learn more about what they're actively trying to do here um, in our community. James, if they wanted to uh, find out more about Generate Health, uh, find them on our website as well. Where could they find us at? Uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, the internet in general, the Fancy Monsters or the Fancy Monsters Podcast. Let's go check them out. Also, while you're there, check out all of our gear that we've got because it's pretty awesome. Let's jump into Monster, guys. Monster. You want to start with you just want to do, we can just go down the list. We can do quarterbacks. Go. Uh, who you got? I'm going to go an easy route here. I'm going Josh Allen against Jacksonville. Should just be a blowout again. And just, he's been doing this a lot lately. Josh Allen's really good. Jacksonville's <laughs> not. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he, it should be a blowout for sure. Um, I'm going Aaron Rodgers against Kansas City. Uh I wanted to kind of talk briefly, man. I don't know what's going on with Kansas City. Obviously, they were one of the teams that we were kind of picking to possibly be in the Super Bowl this year. But, man, this defense is terrible. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers look good. And I think the Packers are going to roll to an 8-1. and one. Okay. Let's go to running backs. Yeah, running backs. I'm going Jonathan Taylor against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor is killing it this year. He's the second best running back right now behind Derrick Henry. He's far behind Derrick Henry, but he is still very good. P.S. If you do have Jonathan Taylor, expect great things to keep coming because his schedule is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it it's getting beautiful. really nice. The receiving work he's been getting, too. It's about Not time. a ton of targets, but he is taking those targets. To the house? Well, just huge <laughs> plays. For a 76-yard touchdown. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely loving Jonathan Taylor. Wasn't a huge fan first couple of weeks, I I like the Colts trying to figure out what they're going to do with him, but now he's just on a tear. Yep. Um, I like Najee Harris this week, man, against Chicago. 
keep in mind, I get, yes, I understand Chicago's got a, you know, a solid front four and whatnot, but they're a good defense. They struggle on the ground, but they, yeah, they, they do. They struggle on the ground and Najee Harris, I think is just going to roll all over him. Hopefully Pittsburgh can get back to figuring out how to run the football again. Well, the, but yeah, but the nice thing about Najee Harris is I have him in dynasty and it just, it doesn't have to be efficient. He's just going to get that work. Yeah. He hits the end and he's zone. getting a ton of yeah, targets too. So yeah, you're good. Yeah. So he'll be fine. Yep. Let's go to wide receivers. Yeah, I'm going to call out Justin Jefferson here at Baltimore. It's uh, been a little rough, especially that game against Dallas. Uh, Trayvon Diggs had him uh, <laughs> bottled up a little bit. There, were, I mean, it was a good yeah. back and forth for a while, but Jefferson, I think Justin Jefferson only caught like two passes for like 20 yards, something like that. Baltimore's not quite. I think he's going to take advantage of him there. Oh, sorry, I just watched a little weird trick play by the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, no, Trayvon Diggs, I mean, I know we don't really talk defense on a fantasy podcast, yeah. but dude, shout out to Trayvon Diggs. He's having an amazing season at the cornerback position. All the Diggs brothers. Like, they're very good at football. Well, I think, isn't Trayvon still beating his brother as far as touchdowns go? Yeah, I would imagine, I th- yeah. I think, because I think he's Cause brought like three to the only, house. Outside of Cooper Cup, I think the next quote guy who's has... I think Diggs Tyus only had, they might be tied maybe. No, no, no. Because Trayvon Diggs has like seven interceptions. On That's the seven interceptions. I'm talking about seven interceptions runbacks. Like he took him for a touchdown. He doesn't have seven interceptions. No, yeah. oh, I don't know he's how many say. touchdowns I think he has. He's, I think he has like two or three, which no. is. That's a lot. That is <laughs> so a pretty lot. close to what his brother yeah. has on the opposite side of the ball. But I just think that's fan. That's, that's fun to Speaking talk about. Speaking of his brother on the opposite side of the ball. Yeah, I've got his brother killing it against Jacksonville. I'm going to go with your Josh Allen. Uh, I think Stephon Diggs is going to be a huge proponent of having Josh Allen yeah, that's, having a big game. That's the only thing we've been missing out of Stephon Diggs this year is that big explosive game. Every he's not having a while, man. he's been very good. It's just been consistent. Yeah, he, you know, 18, 19, you know, 20, maybe maybe 20 points here and there. I don't think he's broke 20 points yet, but pretty much every game's been yeah, mid-double like, digits. Yeah, I mean, it's just not been... He's. I think one of his lowest was like 12 or something. Um, but yeah, it's not been those high 30-point weeks like he kind of had last year. Uh, but I think this is going to be a breakout game and hopefully get back. I th- we'll have to just wait and see. Yep. All right, let's go to um, basically the ugly stepchilds of the NFL. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The tight ends. Going Darren Waller versus the Giants. It's been rough for Darren Waller, but you just, I, this is a good matchup. This is a very good matchup for him. And they're, they're going to throw him the ball here. They really are. Well, they got to. They I should, mean, they, yeah. they literally need to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they got to. So mine, I'm just taking a stab in the dark here, man. I, I can't express this enough, how frustrating it is trying to figure out uh, which tight ends are going to, you know, do what, but I'm going Hunter Henry against Carolina again, you know, new England, they don't have much up there. I know, um, Damian Harris is definitely seeing a lot more work on the ground, but I think when it comes to the passing game, uh, Hunter Henry, especially around the red zone yeah, is definitely going to be a good target. So shout out Hunter Henry too. the, uh, last week against the, uh, chargers, he, uh, beat him with the last play of the game. The chargers yeah. are trying to do that onside kick. He recovered it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really crazy. Like I'm looking at like the top 12 tight ends this year Mm -hmm. and it's just so weird, man. Like, like Dalton Schultz is still in there from Dallas. Kyle Pitts, obviously. Yeah. Dawson Knox. CJ Uzama. Yeah. Like CJ Uzama from since you're like, what? Yeah. Like it's just, dude, it's it's strange. It's just really, really strange. So, all right. Well, those are our monster guys. We're going to jump into basically something new that we're going to be doing. It's we're going to look at the rest of the season. All right. So rest of the season outlooks, we're going to look at uh, some quarterbacks that we just kind of want to discuss and tell you what we think the rest of the season is going to look like. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much, pretty much it. Yeah. That was the idea. Okay, good. So first one, let's uh, talk about, we talked about him a little earlier as my monster guy, but let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Yep. How do you feel about Aaron Rodgers the rest of the season? Right now, he is the ninth quarterback on the season so far. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good stat. Yeah. Good stat. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, week one, uh, I mean, week one made me nervous as you know what, <laughs> uh, just coming out and posting three points uh, with two interceptions, but he's had one interception since, and he's basically at least throwing two touchdowns each game. 
he has thrown at least two touchdowns every game. There so you go. Basically, he has, yeah. Well, I meant basically in the sense of like there's some he's thrown four. So two or more. He has thrown literally two or more touchdowns in every game since. You can say three or more in more than half the games. If you count the rushing touchdowns. Shut up, man. <laughs> quit, quit confusing me. Okay. So, um, hey, what's nine times nine? I don't know. Okay. You're good. Just keep going. Okay. Thank you. Jeez. You didn't actually have to answer that one. I know it's hard. <laughs> I went to, never mind. Uh, anyways, so back to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, looking at his rest of the season, man, like, I think it looks fine. I mean, we got Kansas City uh, Kansas next City, week. Kansas City, yeah. He's going to kill Great that game. Matchup. Great matchup against Seattle, especially. We'll see if Russell Wilson maybe should be back this week, maybe the following. Don't think that matters. No, well, I mean, I mean it could help a little still bit. Still got no defense there. Scheme. Yeah. Well, as far as passing defense goes, yeah, Seattle's nothing to worry about. L- let's just put it this way. He's got one matchup week 12 against the Rams. A little nervous there. Minnesota, they've been pretty good against the pass so far this season, so you can't yeah, just... Yeah, but it's still, he destroys Minnesota. Yeah, 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 you're right. It is, I mean, it, it is Aaron Rodgers. It yeah. is Aaron Rodgers. He always plays Minnesota well. Yes. Um, and he does play Minnesota again in week 17. He's got yes. to buy week 13. And the only tough game outside of those two Minnesota games and the Rams game is, I guess you could say Cleveland in week 16. Outside of that, it's a lot of easy games. Yeah. Detroit, Baltimore could be high scoring. Yeah. I, I think he's looking, if he, if he's pro, he's with the rest of the schedule and if he continues to play as well as he has, he'll be top five. Is he worthy of trading for, do you like that schedule you're enough gonna, to where if you think like you're making the playoffs now, giving up something for him now so that maybe he could be that top three quarterback back half of the season. Well, let's just put it this way. I already traded for him this year. Oh, did you? Yeah. And definitely in dynasty is where I did it. Um, redraft. Uh, I don't think you could get him. Really? I don't think so. I mean, it, it depends who else that team might have as their quarterback. But if Aaron Rodgers is their only quarterback, they've got yeah. him until week 13 until a bye week. I don't think you're going to be able to, you're going to kind of pay up a little bit. I mean, he's only had yeah, one bad bit. One bad game yeah. since week one. I mean, last week against Arizona wasn't great. That's what I'm saying. One bad game since week one, Okay, yeah. which would have been the last week against Arizona. Outside of that, he's basically posting almost 30 points. Yeah. So. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Going to be good. He's going to be fine. Mark that one down. Yeah. You want to move to the. Uh, yeah, let's go to Joe Burrow. Okay. Yeah. Joe Burrow's this one's This one will definitely be interesting. And um, another note, traded in our dynasty league. Yeah. Yeah, they just, just get, get traded, traded recently. Yeah. Um, little bit tougher. A <laughs> little bit, yeah. Uh, I mean, so we got bye week in ten. Definitely has up. some tougher matchups coming up. Yeah, you got Cleveland twice still mm-hmm. week nine and week eighteen. You got the Raiders who are good against the pass. Pittsburgh who can get torched in the pass, but still good t- against yeah. pass rush. Good against the defense. Chargers. Mm. pretty good San Francisco pretty good Denver mm. middle of the pack Baltimore middle of the pack so not oh easy schedule he's the number eight quarterback right now in the season let me just verify that yeah eight mm-hmm. well, how do you I mean you think maybe maybe try and trade him away right here yeah I would I would try and see what you could get for him Um, I think he's been having some really good weeks uh, I mean he's been very very good yeah he's, he's very been good. he's been Touchdowns very good finally showed up this year Last year, that was one of the problems. Well, and the one problem he's having this year is his interceptions. I'm cool with it. I mean, I mean, I'm not cool with losing six points in week two, four points in week five. Yeah, I mean, the three interceptions in week <laughs> like, two, that was rough. Like, he's thrown an interception in almost every game but two. And he's thrown an, an interception in every game but two. Um, I mean, that's just, that's ridiculous. And some of those interceptions are garbage like they're so bad some of them but yeah some of them also aren't his fault true but uh i yeah i'm not a fan looking at his has his rest of season schedule i you know what i didn't I ask mean, it's not like he's not going to be able to be playable but those aren't like walkover matchups where he's just gonna i don't see a lot of like big blow-up games for Joe what's Burrow the championship the game this year because we got we got the extra week did that affect I mean, that's just going to depend. People can either move it back to week 18 and just make it like last all previous years, week 17, or you can make it like week 17 now. Okay. So is 
But is it what are we? Championship doing? should be week seventeen this year. Okay, so like in our in our listener league, it's week seventeen. Should be. You set it up. That's a good point. But I don't remember getting to choice. Yeah. I don't remember getting oh. to. I don't remember getting to. I'll have to check it I mean, out. Week seventeen so, form is Kansas City. It's Kansas City. That's what I was going to say. Baltimore, Denver, San Francisco, and the Chargers before that. So yeah, yeah. I think maybe trying to make a move to move Joe Burrow isn't a bad decision right now. Yeah, um, you should be able to get something pretty good for him too. Oh, yeah. And in uh, Dynasty, you should get a go ton. hit up the uh, Jamar Chase owner. See if he wants yeah. to add that. To that would be uh, that would be really good. All right, let's move on. Justin Herbert. Yeah, I believe he is the uh, tenth quarterback on the season right now. Yep, tenth quarterback on the season right now. He has already had his bye week, so that is something that has been behind him. So that's good. Problem with Joe Burrow so far this season, though, is um Justin Herbert. Yeah, Justin Herbert. My bad. Three really, really, I mean, he has a 50-point week so far this season, a 38-point week, and then a handful of just mediocre below Well, 27 is not bad, but then... No, yeah. 15, 18, 14, 19, yeah. those aren't good games. He's like the tale of two... It's the tale of two seasons there. Yeah. I mean, he's either really good or average. Yeah. And that's got to start negating. I mean, he's got some good... Ma- I mean, Philly's a good matchup. Philly, yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota can be tough. Pittsburgh should be a good matchup. Denver, Denver, middle of the pack. Cincy, middle of the pack. Giants, good matchup. Kansas City, great matchup. Houston, great matchup. Yeah. Denver and Las Vegas again. Pretty good matchups. Las Vegas, tougher than... Uh, but uh, it's, yeah, it's hard thinking Las Vegas is actually a competent defense, but... They've, they've been, been playing better after they the John Gruden thing. So, yeah, we got to give them something. Luckily, that's week 18, so yes. it might not matter. But still, looking I mean, the rest of the season, man, like, I I really like Justin Herbert. I like the schedule a lot. Yeah, it's it's definitely better than Joe Burrow's. I'll give it that. It's not yes. quite as good as Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, but I do like Herbert's schedule a lot. And Herbert does offer you those week-winning weeks. Mm-hmm. They have a loaded offense. Yeah, and I mean, it's not, I mean, 14 points isn't good, obviously, I mean, but... As far as quarterbacks go, if you get below 20 points on a week, that's a bad week. Yeah, well, I know some other quarterbacks that have definitely hit worse than that that are just as talented, so... I mean, let's be honest, Justin Herbert's having a pretty solid season, and I don't see it changing too much. I think he's going to have a few more rough games in there, but for the most part, I really like championship week. Um, the championship leading up, I guess, to week 17. Yeah, Giants, Kansas City, Houston, like, week dude. 14, 15, and 16. <laughs> like, if you can get your team there, yes. he, I mean, he's going to be worth it. In our one redraft league, he is my quarterback. He's who I plan to just ride with the rest of the season. And um, I don't know if I'm going to be making the playoffs, though, because I've had a pretty rough start. But if I do, that is going to be a There's no stretch. way. I won again. Did you win this week? Yeah, I won again. Okay, so that's two wins for you? I think maybe three. Not a lot, though. <laughs> Not a lot. Dude, and everything's starting to get plugged with injuries. Like, yeah. I'm number two in the league right now, and I don't know how long I'm going to last there without Derrick Henry. So, yeah. Um, but Justin Herbert, like, if we're, if we're talking about someone to trade for, I really, I really you might like be Justin able to Herbert. Trade you might be able to. Low. Yeah. Kind of low. You might be able to. People are going to be uh, kind of ticked off with this 19 point week and 14 the week before week prior yeah. so maybe try and snag him this coming week before that philly game and uh get really excited yep you all right the, yeah uh, last let's uh last, last one lamar jackson yeah uh i mean it's lamar so obviously last year lamar started off pretty rough to start the season he and wasn't he as just, good as he's been this year and then the schedule opened up second half after the bye week again they just had their bye week and it kind of does like, again, though. No, I kind of you feel disagree. Like yeah, I kind of feel like it's going to be the reversal last year. I kind of think you should trade away Lamar Jackson one because he is also a running back, so you also have to look at running defenses with them. Minnesota, Miami, those aren't great matchups. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, those aren't great matchups. Green Bay is not a bad matchup, but then you got Cincy, Rams, Pittsburgh again. Yeah. It's just it's a tough division to play in. He's still got to play a lot of good teams twice in that division. I think right now you should, I, I would try and move them if I could. Yeah. I mean, definitely the Rams matchup in week 17 is going to be hurtful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I just, I, I feel like Lamar does this I mean, every how time. How many though. good matchups does he have coming up in your opinion that you would say are smash matchups? 
The only one that could possibly be a smash matchup. I would say Chicago. Well, no, I would say Cincy. I mean, no. Cincy wouldn't be. I mean, they're they're a Cincy's run game is defense. yeah, but it's not like it's not amazing. I mean, just look what happened with them and the Jets. So, I mean, they can de- he could still run on that team. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be good. I mean, he'll be playable. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree with you with the Cleveland pit Cleveland game. Green Bay can be kind of a toss up, but more likely than not, not a great matchup. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just one of those things though. Like Lamar, every time he does have a better second half. Yeah. And so it's, it's really hard to kind of go against prior stats since he once he put up 25 points against them. That's a good game. The games he struggled were against Las Vegas and the Los Angeles Chargers. He actually didn't really play considering that well against Detroit or Denver. Right. Crushed Indy and Kansas City, obviously. Which I would have... Yes. <laughs> would have taken the opposite the of that Indy one. one, yeah. Yeah. Kansas City, that makes my set, that makes sense. But yeah. um, I think this one's vague. Yeah. I get why you would say opposite than me, but I think I'm not very optimistic about Lamar Jackson's second So half. I'm a little bit more optimistic than you, which is fine. We don't always have to agree, which is good. Um, I just, again, man, I just kind of think that he just tends to usually have a second, like even last year, but I was like, dude, we're done. He's had like eight really bad weeks in a row, like are yeah. not good weeks. And all of a sudden, like, dude, he won you a championship because he played really well in that second half. So coming off that bye week, man, maybe they got something together. Maybe him and uh, Bateman got some, got some work in. Who knows, man? Who knows? Okay. You got anything else you want to add about these quarterbacks? No, that's it. All right, let's move on. All right, let's jump into our running backs. Rest yep. of the season outlooks for these running backs. Let's start with Daryl Henderson. Okay. All right, man. Like, lots of hype coming in after that Cam Akers injury. He's performed. He's performed very admirably. Well. Yeah, very well. As long as he's been healthy. Uh, he's only missed one game. I know, but maybe lingering stuff. So he's 11th uh, in standard, or uh, 7th in standard, 11th in PPR, it looks like. Uh, yeah, in half point leagues, he is eleventh. Perfect. Um, see, looking the rest of the season, man. I mean, the thing is, is like I think Daryl Henderson is definitely going to be valuable just because of this offense in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like beyond yeah, he's looking at just eighty-eight percent of snaps, eighty-two percent yeah. of snaps, ninety percent of snaps, ninety-four percent of snaps. He's the guy now. Even since the acquisition of Sony Michelle. He's still seeing the vast, vast majority of snaps, which is I, good yeah. to hang around. And I really thought Sony Michelle was going to be able to step in being a first round pick. Why? I, you know, seeing the past two years of Sony Michelle? I, yeah, but I mean, not many. Running I got backs a little excited well when Daryl Henderson anyone. got hurt, and I wasn't quite sure how long he was going to be out. But yeah, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Clear Sony Michelle's washed. Flag. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if we got a bye week and um, a 11, um, but Tennessee. That's solid a good matchup, matchup for him. It's San Francisco, that's a gets that's a tougher matchup. Green Bay, not that tough. Then Jacksonville, Jacksonville, great matchup. Arizona, great matchup. Seattle, Seattle, that's a tough matchup. Minnesota, great matchup. Baltimore, middle of the pack. San Francisco again. Yeah. So a lot of really good matchups. In yes. There. Yeah. I mean, don't care about week eighteen, obviously, but week seventeen is going to be maybe the one of the tougher matchups going in. That is championship weekend, but I think he might Baltimore be able to ride really, to get there. They've been able to get burned on the ground so far this season. Yeah, a few times, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it's not like it's as bad as some of these other ones. But definitely San Francisco. I mean, Seattle and then San Francisco are as tough as matchups left. Yeah. I Yeah, I like Daryl Henderson. If someone's willing to is give him up. Is he a trade for candidate right now? Well, it definitely if you're somebody that just lost Derrick Henry. Um, and this dude just happens to be sitting on a bench and not even in a starting spot. I'd yeah. be trying to trade for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there is that off chance cause he was taking like probably fifth, sixth roundish around yeah. there and redraft leagues. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a chance that he might not be starting in some people on some people's teams and definitely, I think it's a shot. Yeah. I mean, he's a number one running back right now. Yeah. Yeah. Standard. That's crazy. He'd be the seventh overall running back in standard. I'll tell you, he wasn't in my top 10 or my top 12. Just, yeah, and man, just looking my at preseason like, yeah. rankings. I mean, we talked about it earlier. Just looking at like the who's leading at every position is just strange, especially when you have Tom Brady, yep. Cooper Cup, and Derrick Henry, who are just light years ahead of everyone else at their position right now. And one of them just got hurt, which really sucks. Yeah, Cooper Cup has more receiving yards than a 
handful of NFL teams receiving quarters combined. Yeah. Well, he already hasn't he tied his I think he's outpacing season. Calvin Johnson right now. Yeah, but he's tied his season high in touchdowns, right? Cooper Cup? Yeah, isn't no. 10? I thought 10 was his Is it? I thought maybe not. Did he have 14 one year? I think he did actually. Nope, yep, 10. Yep, he tied it. Yeah, so he wow. so okay. So I was right. So already <laughs> in week eight. He needs about 200 yards from passing the yardage total. So Cooper I'm going to go out on a limb so, and say he's going to beat the, his record of 10 touchdowns this yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go on a bet and says he might put down one of the best receiver seasons of all time. Yeah. Also, shout out. Fun fact I learned. Debo Samuel has more yards to start a season of any San Francisco wide receiver of all time. And that, that includes, list includes Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. Yep. <laughs> that freaked me out, man. I couldn't believe it. Who also, he happens to be day-to-day, but still, yes. Debo's having an awesome season oh, yeah. this year. Yep. So, uh, Daryl Henderson is what we were talking about. Uh, yep. The rest of the season now look, looks very good. It, a if, good trade for Canada. Yeah, if, if you got some ammo and you need a running back and you see him sitting on someone's bench, just go for it and see what happens. Yep, for sure. Uh, let's move on to Leonard Fournette. Yep. Um... He's had uh, a four games that have been really bad and four games that have been really good. Yeah. They kind of went first three games of the season, not good. Next month, great. Yeah. Last week against New Orleans, which was expected, not good. He's on a bye this week. Though. He also fumbled, though, in that game. And, like, if if anybody ever pays attention and knows Tom Brady, not personally, but just in general in the football world, that is, like, the thing he hates the most. The thing that's funny is the fumble re- ended up getting called back, uh-huh. but he didn't. He basically didn't see the field much after that. <laughs> yeah, and it was Geo and and Ronald Jones. And think about Ronald Jones went out when he fumbled. He was out for like three games. So I don't know now. I mean, that makes me really really nervous that he just got put on the bench. Um, we got a bye week coming up here, so they're not going to be playing in week nine. Uh, I'm, I honestly, man, I'm going to wait until week 10 to see what's going to happen the rest of the season for this dude. Uh, I mean, it's tough because I don't I'm know nervous. if you could get much form. I mean, he is the 12th running back so far in the season and both standard and PPR. Yeah. And he's had a, a very good month stretch, but he's also had a month worth of games that have been very bad. And if you're looking at his remaining schedule, his schedule is rough. You got Washington, you got Indy, you got Buffalo, you got New Orleans, and you got Carolina twice. Yeah. Those are not good matchups. I mean, New Orleans, Washington, and Buffalo, those are all top well, 10. And, and think this right here, too. Week 14's Buffalo. Week 15, New Orleans. Week 16, Carolina. He's not going to help you get to that championship game. Yeah, no. And that that is the problem with the uh, Bucks because... They're not a big running. They don't really. They don't. They really they don't. Love run, they love passing the ball, yeah. which is awesome. But it also leads to inconsistent. The running back position. I mean, if you could get anything for Fournette, I would honestly, yeah, like I would go up to like the Derrick Henry owners, guys who's losing players, maybe like an Antonio Gibson owner who's just really, really frustrated right now. Yep. Go to them, see if they could um, take Leonard Fournette off your hands for you because. It's probably going to get ugly after this bye week. And don't settle though, man. Cause again, like I'm the Derrick Henry owner in my redraft league. I'm not targeting Leonard Fournette as somebody that where I'm like, I got to go get this guy. No. But if I need to really fill a spot and I'm, oh, I'm yeah. I, but I'm not going to give up like a number, you know, a top 12 running back or wide receiver no. for this guy. Like I might give a flex yeah, or a bench guy. Like we'll see. All right, let's move on. Let's go with Damian Harris. This will be more fun to talk about. Yeah. This is our boy. Yeah, uh, great three-game stretch he's just been on. 14 in standard, 16 in PPR, pr- most likely 16 in half point. Yeah, he's got five touchdowns in his last four games. Yeah. I think they're finally figuring out, this dude's good. Yeah, he is. He's, he's <laughs> like, good. He's good. And, I mean, he's still not seeing the targets, which we would really like to see a little bit more of. But he's starting to get some volume. Um, the one thing that still bugs me, man, and, and we'll see, we'll see what you, how you feel about this, but he's still not seeing like every week the leading snap. Like he doesn't lead like, you know, but he just destroys the rushing attempt wise. So that that just did. So that doesn't bother me. 
Yeah, it's just weird to me though. Like I really wish that they, again because they're taking him out and putting in. I'm assuming, you know, the the passing guy. Yeah. You know, like okay, but I would rather just see Damon Harris get the passing work because he can do it. Um, but 18 for 101 and one, 14 for 106 and two, uh, 23 for 80 and one. Those are great weeks. Yes. And uh, we got Carolina and Cleveland coming up. And he's got a mixed bag. Yeah, Carolina is third decent. Cleveland's good. Atlanta sucks. Tennessee sucks. Buffalo's good. Indy's good. Buffalo's good. Jacksonville sucks. Miami sucks. So, yeah. so his it's a his, mixed bag. Yeah, he, he's gonna be mixed very bag. mixed. Um, if you have him, uh, he's definitely gonna be more of a you know like start. I mean, as maybe far as a on guy, those good weeks and not play. Yeah, and bads. I mean. He's the 14th overall running back, and he has 10 receptions on the season. So that is kind of a throwback. Yeah, it's a throwback. You don't see running backs like this anymore. Yeah. But, uh, you know, definitely, like, he's just going to be kind of more of a start-stop kind of guy. Like He's just going to be a mid-RB2 the rest of the season. Yeah, it's not somebody I'm going to be targeting. I do love the kid. Um, I wish they would utilize him better, but it's freaking New England, so what are you going to do about it? Uh but uh, he's not somebody I'm targeting, and if you're going to try and trade him, I don't feel like you're going to get much. Not right now. I mean, you're not going to get it. Mm. If someone came to me with Damian Harris, I'd be interested. Really? I would. Okay. It all depends. I mean, if like if I was a Derrick Henry owner and just lost him, I'd be very interested in Damian Harris. I think he offers Would you rather go for Damian Harris or Daryl Henderson? Daryl Henderson. Okay. Yes. Leonard Fournette or Damian Harris? Damian Harris, for sure. I would go Damian Harris over yeah, Fournette, for sure. for sure. Okay. I like that, yeah. Next uh, run back. Yeah. And we'll talk about one of them later that I kind of took a stab at, and hopefully it'll work out. Uh, James Robinson. Yep. Uh, again, the ink uh, was it not an ankle, foot injury. So I literally, I also have James Robinson in my redraft league. I almost lost both my starting running backs in the same week, so that would have been a freaking joy. Uh, 13th and both, and uh, these first two weeks were garbage. Um, this past week obviously wasn't very good, but that was because he was hurt and didn't really finish the game. But he had a four-game stretch where I was like, dude, he's on, he's, he's killing it. And what was so crazy is like, I tried trading him a handful of times and nobody wanted him. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. So definitely shocked. Um, rest of the season, definitely got some stretches where it's, you know, this Buffalo Indy San Francisco stretch yes. is a little rough. Yes, um, it is. And then you have the Rams in there. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that's sandwiched around Atlanta, Tennessee, Houston, the Jets, New England. Yeah, so, so he he could... Championship Again, weeks. Though, that Buffalo Indy San Francisco stretch. That <laughs> that's, sucks. A, that's a that's a bad that stretch. That sucks. And that really stinks because that's my stretch moving forward without Derrick Henry. Because um, <laughs> he hasn't really played. I mean, the best run defense he's played so far is probably Seattle last week, but he left early, so you can't really count can't that really game. Besides it. that, Cincinnati, and he did good. He also saw 18 carries, got in the end zone twice, saw 95 percent of the snaps in that game. Yeah, I mean when he when he was. Before the Seattle game, he was, you know, basically 18, 18, 17. So I love seeing that. Yep. And then he found the end zone, you know, four times in that three-game stretch. And four games. Yeah, he saw he the scored, end zone five times in four games. Yeah, five times in four games, you know. And he was getting, too, the re, he was getting some receiving work in that Arizona game, too. So I was like, ah, yeah. oh, yes. Uh, and then it kind of went away until Miami. Um, but going rest of the season, man. I, I like it if he can come back and be healthy without would this you buy, Would you buy the injury dip right now? Hope it's just not a big deal at all and just see if you can get him cheap. Yeah, I don't see why not. Honestly, I think I'd rather just wait after that Buffalo Indy San Francisco stretch because your trade deadline shouldn't be up by then and then hopefully buy him after that San Francisco game. Yeah, that's a good point. But when is the trade? I think trade deadline is week 12, right? I think that just depends. Every league kind of sets it up a little differently. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on your trade deadline. But, yeah, I, I, I do like James Robinson the rest of the season. You know, and I was it's a proponent nice of James. It's nice that you can hang your hat on that. He's going to see all everything important. Yeah. Well, I was a huge fan of his, and that's why it really bugged me when they decided to go out and get Travis Etienne. 
I'm like, I just, oh yeah, doesn't make sense, yeah. you know. So, and he again, he's having a good season. I hope he comes back and and we'll we'll pray for the rest of the season. So I really need him. Yep. <laughs> Um, last guy we want to chat about Michael Carter, man. Yeah. So this is the guy that I actually went out and got luckily prior to, uh, yesterday and picked him up on the waiver wire. Yeah, He's on my uh, dynasty team as well. And I didn't play him because I played I him in dynasty, <laughs> but that's because rosters are deep and my dynasty team is garbage. Yeah. So, um, but didn't think to play him had a great week. Yeah. But the thing that I want to talk about is the consistent increase each week that he's getting. Yeah. And not only receiving work, but in well, just attempts I mean, as well. The past two weeks, the receiving work is just, just stupid. Outrageous. Like, 23 <laughs> targets in the past two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. That's not yeah. going to stay up there, but he's gotten in the end zone yes, three of the past four weeks. I mean, he's definitely, he's, he's good. His efficiency is finally <laughs> getting up there. He's finally an efficient running back out there in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I think they're finally giving him a chance too, man. Cause they're actually letting him run. Yes. You know, it's because the one fear that I always had well, was he was just going to get passing work. The thing, because just because it was a muddled running back group, Tevin Coleman just seems like he's just done. It's really just Ty Johnson and Michael Carter now. Yep. And yeah, like you said, the snap percentages have improved. The past two weeks, over 70%. The two weeks before that, over 50%. So yep. I, that's what I've really been liking to see. The receiving bump's nice. But again, his schedule, he's got Indy and then Buffalo coming up week nine and week 10. Miami doesn't scare me. Houston, great matchup. Philly's tough. New Orleans, tough. Miami, again, just going to play him again. Jacksonville's not tough. And then Tampa, week 17. Yeah. First, we need to talk about, is he like a weekly starter now? You just throwing him in your lineup now, even well, against like Indy? Yeah. So I got to pl- I got to play him this week. I got to figure out what I'm going to do, you know, rest of the season with not having Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, but he's, I mean, he is as, as in my far, lineup it, right now. Yeah, in your situation, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really hoping that they can figure out a way to have a good, a good week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm going to have to figure out something on the, on the trade deadline. But I don't think, I don't, I can't see him being a starter rest of season. But I do think you need to have him on your bench because I think I mean, he can he still give you quality games. top 20 running back so far on the season. Yeah. So, yeah. I 21, mean, whatever. 21 standard, 20 in PPR. Yeah, I like Michael Carter. I drafted him, I think, with the eighth overall pick in our Dynasty League this year. You did. Just taking the shot on he's going to be the best running back in this group. Right now it looks good. We just got to keep the volume coming. Keep the snap percentage. Yeah, I mean, if if they go into Indy and he get, and he gets similar volume, maybe not the passing work will I mean, be yeah, as high, passing obviously. Work is just ridiculous. 14, he comes, 14 targets yeah. last week, nine receptions for 95 yards. Yeah, I mean, 10 yards He's a, a good pass catcher, but he's not Chris McCaffrey. Right. But if he comes out and he gets, you know, again, 70% of the snaps, you know, if you he's know 10 getting, to 15 if touches. If he's getting like 15 rushing attempts a week and around five or six targets a week, that's playable. you'll be happy. Yeah, yeah that's playable. And if he can just find the end zone. Yeah, so. which seems like that's his opportunity they're giving yeah. Well, they really need him too, man. I yeah, mean, and he was making plays last week against Cincinnati. Dude, he looked good. Yeah. He looks really good. Yeah. We got anything else we want to add? No. All right, wide receivers. Yeah. Outlook rest of the season. Let's chat Mike Williams. Okay. I don't know, man. <laughs> he has not been a good... <laughs> I mean, he's had one... That Cleveland game in the past month was really good, but besides that, he has a ton... Through those three other games, he hasn't totaled 10 points. So... Total combined in those three games. Yeah. Total 10 points. Yep. I don't know, man. It's almost like he's coming back down to earth because he was so sky high yeah, for he was. so long. He was. And uh, now we're seeing, but you know what's funny though is like he kind of goes with Justin Herbert and Justin Herbert's had those dips in those kind of games too. So, yeah. Um, Looking rest of the rest of season. I mean, it's going to be kind of similar. Yeah. Uh, week 10, Minnesota, not a great matchup. Then you got a, uh, Denver, Cincy, those are mid-packs. Kansas City and the Giants, great matchups, though. Um, Houston, again, that week 14, 15, 16 stretch. New York Giants, Kansas City, and Houston. Fire. Yeah. Week 17 against Denver, divisional matchup. Not a great matchup, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, Mike Williams, he has cooled down a little bit. Has he cooled down enough to make where you think you could buy him cheap? Um... I think so. And here's why is the games that he's cooled down, dude, three points, two points. Oh yeah. It's been, so like, like, again, in three games, he didn't total 10 points. Like, I mean, it's completely disappeared. 
So uh, there's a chance. I mean, he's still 11 in standard, but dude, he's dropped all the way to 16 now in PPR. Yeah. He was like number one or number two or whatever. Cause Coop was number, uh, Cooper cup was number one. Yeah. And half but point he, PPR leagues. He's 12th on the season right now. So, I mean, it's, uh, I, th- I think there's a chance um, that you might be able to buy him low, but what do you feel like? Cause I don't know. Like this has made me nervous, man. I would, I, I would take the shot. Definitely take the shot. and buying him low. What would you give up though? Cause like if I'm selling, if I'm selling Mike Williams, I'm still wanting something starting wise. You're going to have to provide something starting wise. Yeah. I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, that's just all going to be situationally to pace roster based for your team. I did ballpark get who would you rather have rest of the season? Stefan Diggs or Mike Williams? I'd rather have Stefan Diggs. That one's tough for me. Yeah. Stefan Diggs is never going to kill me in a week. Yeah. He might not win me a week, but he ain't going to kill me in a week. You know, like he's not going to lose me a week where Mike Evans or Mike Evans, Mike Williams just lost three weeks in the last four. Yeah. But one, you won. Yeah. One, you won. And o- overall, I mean, he's only lost you three weeks and he's won you four. You know, well, he's won Help, two. Yeah. He's won two. Won, yeah. Helped you win in two. Um, so that's, that's really tough. And I, 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 I'm on the train of buy Mike Williams. Okay. Yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the train of, um, I'm still a little nervous. Even coming out of a bye week, he, he got you less than three points. I would wait to I mean, see what against he does against New England. Philly. The teams he struggled against were against Las Vegas, who is in his division, who he plays in week 18, which you shouldn't be playing anyway. And then New England, which their defense is always just yeah, like, they can lock it, a receiver down. Yeah. Okay. Michael, Let's go Michael Pittman, yeah, man. Michael Pittman. JT's boy. Quietly. 13th best wide receiver on the season right now. Yeah, man. He's looked good. And it, it's all about the targets with this guy. He's had a 15 target game, a 12 target game, a 12 target game, an eight target game, but he's mm-hmm. had three targets, four targets, four targets. So even in some of those games where he's seen low amount of targets, he's been able to produce, gets in the end zone, makes some big plays. But what I like is his schedule coming up. Week nine, you got the Jets. Week 10, you got Jacksonville. Week 11, Buffalo, very tough matchup. Week 12 against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, not so great in the coverage defense this year. I mean, mm-hmm. they're they're tenth, but they're not locked down. City, Houston, great matchup. Then you got your bye, New England, Arizona, Las Vegas. Those aren't great matchups the, at the very end of the season. But that stretch coming up is nice. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't take him as a trade for candidate though. And here's why: is yes, he's got a nice little stretch coming up. But again, if I'm looking for a trade for candidate right now. I want to make sure those matchups and those championship weeks are going to work. And his definitely does not. Yeah. Yeah. New England, <laughs> Arizona, doesn't. Las Vegas. Those that's are a, tough that's matchups. A, that's and a tough then week 14 is a bye week. So that's a whole month. Yeah. Right so there. you've got a month stretch there where that one is he's really not tough. even going to be. I mean, he could be playable, but you're playing him as a flex. I think he's a weekly starter. I think you just have to keep throwing him in your lineup every week, though. Cause oh, for sure. Connection between him and Wentz is looking good. Well, they got nothing else. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, T.Y. Hilton just came off of concussion protocol. So, yeah, I saw him out there last week. Yeah. He so, was, well, uh, playing football. <laughs> yeah, do much, but he playing football. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Michael Pittman, I do, we, we do like Michael Pittman on the show. And shout out to his YouTube channel, too, if you want to go check it out. Um, but, uh, makes me a little nervous just in that last stretch. Yeah. But stretch coming up, if you have him, congrats. Yep. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is a tough one. He's had a... He's been good. He's been very playable. I've had to be playing... He's been Brandon Cooks to me. Yeah, I've been having to play him most weeks. He goes as... He's very matchup-based. Jacksonville, he had a good game. Cleveland, that's a tougher matchup. He was able to perform. Carolina, he performed. Buffalo, shut him down. New England, shut him down. Arizona, shut him down. Those are three of the tougher matchups in the league. Yeah, but you know who didn't shut shut him him down? down? Indy. The Rams. Rams. Yeah. That, seriously, biggest shock ever. I mean, I, I really don't even understand how that happened. But but he does have a lot of good matchups coming up. My, uh, Miami isn't that tough of a matchup right now. You Tennessee, got Tennessee, 
the Jets, which Tennessee, as far as pass coverage goes, I don't know how, but they're PFF's second best ranked coverage defense. Yeah. So I'm just going to take PFF's word on that one. I just don't feel like that's what I'm seeing. But Jets, week 12, Indy, tough matchup. Actually, no, Indy's not a tough matchup as far as uh, wide receivers go. Seattle, not a tough matchup. Jacksonville, not a tough matchup. Chargers, middle of the pack. San Francisco, like, that's a good pass defense. But outside of that, I mean, that's a lot of really good matchups. In a team where you know their defense is not going to stop anyone, what do you do with Brandon Cooks? You just hold him and just keep playing him as, like, your flex player? Yeah, I think that's all you can do. That's pretty much what I'm doing. I mean, the thing with Brandon Cooks is, like, Right now, because he doesn't see touchdowns, he never really does, in my opinion. No. It's all about targets. And Davis Mills is still going to be the starter there for quite a while. Uh, I've heard rumors that Tyrod t- could be back soon. Well, t- I thought he is. I thought he already was. No. Well, he wasn't eligible to play this last week? Okay, because there was a statement that came out that said that even if Tyrod was healthy, Davis Mills was starting. Tyrod still dated there. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Um. But if Tyrod is back, I'm a little bit more comfortable. But Davis Mills, I mean, he's still a rookie, man. This team doesn't have much. Brandon, again, Brandon Cooks is all about targets. He's 17th in PPR, again, because of targets. I'm not, if you have the him, the problem with Brandon him, Cooks I'm is not, he just doesn't hold much value. His name doesn't hold much value anymore. Well, so trying be, to get something for him, you can't like take advantage of it. He's not, yeah. you just got to hold, stay put. Yeah, I mean, for every good week he has, he has a bad week, too. So, like, and again, just like Mike Williams, his bad weeks are bad. Yeah. Three, four, you know, seven. I mean, these are, again, these are losing weeks. And they so. were tough matchups, though. Buffalo, New England, and Arizona. Those are all three Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, Outside of that, he's giving you double-digit points every week. So, sure. he's been good. Marquise Brown. This is the guy who's been up and down. Been good coming off the bye week, but I think I have the same problem with Lamar. Is his uh, schedules? Minnesota, oh yeah, Minnesota, Cleveland twice, and Cincinnati and the Rams week seventeen. How do you feel about Marquise Brown? I I've never been. I think you should just try and trade him high now. I mean, he's like the tenth wide receiver on the season right now. Yeah, he's ninth in standard. I see eleventh in ninth PP, and half point. PPR. He's ninth and half point. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you if you got him, I'm I'm all would, day trading. Yeah, I would try and trade him away. Yeah, trade him, dude. Trade him for uh, well, we'll talk about it a couple guys later. Trade him for one of these next two guys that we'll talk about here in a second. But I don't like the rest of his season, and I don't think that I don't think you're going to get much if you wait a week or two. Yeah, like trade him now. He's had some really good weeks. He's only had two bad weeks, and he's had very consistent outside of that. And he won you the week in Indy uh, with 29. Yeah. So it's two bad games. He didn't score a touchdown. Every other game he has, get rid of him now. Yeah. ASAP. Move to a division mate, Deontay Johnson. And try and trade him for this guy. Really? I don't know. I haven't looked the rest of the I'm kind of worried <laughs> a little bit about Deontay. The problem with Deontay is, for me, is upside right now. Yes, he sees a ton of targets, which is great. But in half-point PPR leagues, he is the 24th wide receiver on the season right I now. I see 24th in PPR, too. Well, it's because he sees targets. They're not always good. Exactly. 13 targets for six receptions is garbage. Yeah, and uh, next two matchups, Chicago and Detroit, aren't bad. But then you have the Chargers, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Minnesota. 15, weeks 15 and 16, no, Tennessee at Kansas City are very good matchups. And you got to come back to Cleveland, week 17. It's not an awful, awful schedule, but... Yeah, I mean, it's not, yeah, it's definitely not great. I just wouldn't expect it to get any better than it has been. He's going to stay where he's at. Yeah, it's really going to be disappointing, though, just because of the fact that, like, you know, obviously wide receivers go off of your quarterback play, and their quarterback play has just not been great. And, I mean, again, 13 targets. I mean, he's seen 13, look at this, 10, 12, 13, 13, 13. He didn't play week three and week two or week five. He had two targets against Denver, but he's, he went for two for two for 72 and one. Yep. So, I mean, I just, yeah, I just don't think you're going to get any of those like game winning weeks out of him. He might not this year, man. Cause if you think player. about it, like, yeah, he's had one 19 point week, but like last year he would be getting these 13 targets and 13 receptions. So I'm trying to figure out where the disconnect is. 
if it's just going to be, if it's just really bad passes from Ben or if they're just not on the same page. Cause I don't see him dropping a lot. Like he was last year. No, no, he, no, Deontay's like he's been good. Drops. He's, he's been good. It's just the offense really. And what's stupid too, man, is he had six receptions for 98 yards. Yeah. He just didn't find the end zone. Yeah. Half point. He needs That's, to find the end zone yeah. a little bit more. You want to move to our last wide receiver? Yeah. This is the, I mean, one of my favorite players, uh, AJ Brown. Great stretch recently. Last week against Indy, no Julio. He destroyed it. 11 targets, 10 receptions, 155 yards and a touchdown. Week yeah, before that, so 133 yards and a touchdown. He's back. On eight receptions. Yep. And uh, if I remember, I'll drop that clip in here. Him uh, going up down the sideline. Just insert clip now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I w- we talked about this earlier a little bit where I've been very nervous because the, you know, 12 points, five points, basically no points, <laughs> no points because he didn't play against the Jets, five points, 12 against Buffalo, terrible matchup. But then he goes for 23 and 26. Um, and I think this is in half point as well, isn't it? But uh, his, he's got the Rams, New England coming up. Tough games, but he's got Houston, New uh Yes, Rams and New Orleans. New Orleans sorry, tough. New Orleans. But then the Houston, Houston is England. great matchup. New England is eh. um yeah, that's not a Could good be matchup. Rough. Jacksonville, great matchup. Pittsburgh, great matchup. San Francisco, about where New England is. And then Miami. Yes. I like his rest of schedule our rest of season schedule. I would say by him, but I think it's gonna cost more, especially after his past two weeks. So yeah, I'm not giving up AJ Brown. He was also most people were drafting AJ Brown in the second and third rounds. Yeah. So now that he's performing well, you should have tried to buy him low already. Which is funny because I was trying to sell him and no one wanted him because well, he had missing games and yeah, but you knew he, people should have known he was going to come out at some. Well, point. Well, yeah, no, but there's also Derek Henry is out now. Julio's been missing time, so he really is the only consistent factor that's been around there recently. And yes, I think AJ Brown is going to be good the rest of the season. Very good. 100%. You got anything else we want to add? That's it. All right, let's go with Mike Kosecki. Yeah. Tight ends. Fourth best tight end so far in the season. It's actually really surprising because I was not really expecting it this year with Kosecki. I thought there were going to be too many cooks in the kitchen, but he's been really good. Well, I wasn't thinking because of how two has been playing, <laughs> but... uh yeah, I mean, he's... I think two has been good so far this year. He's been all right. He's been good. Um, but yeah, he had a pretty good stretch here. Uh, weeks uh, three through seven, he only had one kind of bad game against Tampa, which... Targets are great. Six targets, 12 yeah. targets, six targets, seven, nine, eight. So Not finding the end zone a ton, but uh, again, the targets are great. And even his yards aren't oh, terrible. Oh, yeah, his yards are great for as far as tight end goes. Yeah, so uh, looking rest of season... Houston, Baltimore, really, Jets. Really good matchups. Houston, yeah. yeah. Houston, Baltimore, Jets. Carolina, not great. Giants. Then you got your bye week. Jets, New Orleans, Tennessee. Really outside that New Orleans game, nothing scares me. Yeah. Nothing no. scares me. Yeah. If uh, if you're weak at tight end, it's hard to trade for tight ends. It is. But there's a chance you maybe you can snag them. Um, you're going to have to hope and pray that they got two on their team. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he ain't, they're not going to trade a number four tie, a tight end away and not have a backup. You um, think he stays top five by the end of the season? I think with the matchups that he has, there's yeah, a I good possibility. He yeah. Stays five, yeah, I, I he could he probably stay at four. Five. I mean, again, there's not always a ton of movement um, between between tight ends, and we can talk about swinging the next guy. The only guy that I think could possibly move into those spots is Kyle Pitts. Okay, yeah, let's talk about Pitts. Yeah. So Kyle Pitts definitely started off rough. Yeah. Uh, had two really good weeks and then came back rough. I don't know how much better it's going to be. Well, let's, no Calvin Ridley. Yeah, that, Let's start right there. Good or bad thing? I think it's a bad thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's Just a bad thing. Making sure. Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, if Ridley's going to be gone, then that means he's going to be the number one target. Well, yeah, that's true, but he's also going to be the number one covered. Yeah. <laughs> like, So they're just going to double cover Kyle Pitts because they got nothing else to throw to. Yeah, and he's about to play New Orleans. Uh, Dallas, good matchup. New England, not great. Jacksonville, good matchup. Tampa Bay, average. Carolina, average. San Francisco, bad matchup. Detroit, not uh, it's a good matchup. And then Buffalo, week 17. 
I think if you could, I would probably try and trade Kyle Pitts. One, because I'm terrified. I don't know what to do because, again, in a game where you didn't have Calvin Ridley last week against Carolina, he sees six targets, caught two of them for 13 yards. Coming off two good games before that, but the whole his whole first month in the league, he just didn't do anything. And I thought for a second maybe this, but yeah, I don't know. Calvin Ridley leaving really just destroys it for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that... Uh... You know, a lot of people are definitely been kind of high on those on Kyle Pitts coming into the season, and then those two weeks were like, yeah. I mean, what I've seen from him is he's everything he's cracked up to be. Yeah, I mean, he's dude seven for one sixty three against Miami. That's awesome. Nine for one nineteen and a touchdown against the Jets. Yeah, like I just he'll never, have some of those big explosive games, but the rest of the season, I don't think he's going to be each and every week going to be that guy. I don't and it think could he, be. It could change. We obviously it could. But we're we're fully expecting with Calvin Ridley not there that this is gonna this whole offense is gonna take a dip. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I don't see that I don't see anything changing to where, you know, I know there's been names floating around as far as wide receivers getting moved. It's not like Atlanta has a lot of attributes to be able to sell off to bring you know, bring in like a Devontae Parker. No, they don't have anything. <laughs> they yeah, they have nothing. So oh well. Darren Waller. Yeah, Darren Waller. Um, he is technically injured right now. They're coming off a bye week. If he can play this week, he's got some great, great, great matchups coming up here. Week 9, Giants. Week 10, Kansas City. Week 11, Cincinnati. Not great. Then you got week 12, Dallas. Week 13, Washington. Week 14, Kansas City again. Then it gets a little tougher for that little playoff stretch. Week 15, 16, 17, Cleveland, Denver, Indianapolis. That's not a good stretch. Every other game outside of that, though, is a very good matchup for him. And he's been disappointing this season, but I think Darren Waller is definitely a bye candidate right now for me. Yeah, I mean, this team's definitely taking kind of a little bit of a swing, you know. The weird thing is just his targets this year they just haven't been that productive he's seen good targets but outside of week one it's not his targets though like it's not his usual targets like these are good these are good tight end targets yeah these aren't darren waller numbered targets no (laughs) like week one is darren waller numbered targets you had 19 for 10 outrageous yeah but like he usually can see anywhere from 10 to 15 yeah around that 10 mark and seven 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 eight (laughs) five what yeah. So I think he's a buy low candidate. Even with that playoff stretch at the tight end position, that doesn't scare me. No. He's still the best receiver threat on that option on that team. I think by Derrick Henry now. Darren Waller. Did, <laughs> I, just, did I say Darren Henry? I think you said Darren Henry. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Check him out. He might be in college or something. Yeah. I don't know. Uh last but not least, let's chat Noah Fant. Because I actually just bought this guy. Oh so yeah, I did. He has been, uh, let's call him a uh, ping pong player. Yeah, he's definitely ping ponged around a little bit. But yep. So was the guy that I had starting. <laughs> um, I was hoping he would bring a little bit more consistency, and so far he has not. Um, but uh, he's definitely had some really good, really good games, and he's had some really disappearing acts. Oh yeah, and the nice thing though is the targets he sees each week. Very good. Yeah, yeah. He's just not coming down with all the catches. The one thing um, as well is three touchdowns on the season. They just don't have a lot in Denver, in my opinion. Well, their offensive structure is just... Is it weird to you? It's old school and the fact that like there's just not a big, a lot of like downfield plays. They want to they wanna run the clock out and get out of there with a win as fast as possible. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I mean, he's had some, like I said, some really good games and some disappearing games. Those disappearing games are starting to come a little bit more, though, because he's only had three games that were, were really relevant. Uh, he had 11 against Jacksonville, 13 against Baltimore, 20 against Vegas. The rest of those, he didn't even hit 10 points. So I did kind of buy him a little low. Um, I did package him with, and and I got Matthew Stafford out of it as well. Uh, and his rest of the season... 
It's, Dallas, Philly. It's, yeah, it's, it's actually a lot of pretty not, good matchups. Dallas, yeah, Philly, bad. Chargers isn't great. Then you got Kansas City, Detroit, Cincinnati. And then Las Vegas and the Chargers again, week 16, 17. That's not a great duo, but most of those are pretty good matchups as far as the tight end goes. I, I'd still feel good. I, still I know do, it's, it's going to we'll be see. it's going to be an up and down thing, but at the tight end position, Noah Fant does offer you something most tight ends can't. Yeah. So I, I do think he's probably still just a weekly starter rest of the season for you. And he's so stupid good. He can He be, really sure. is good. Oh, yeah. I just wish he could, you know, show it a little bit. I mean, bit more. realistically, there's not a lot of tight ends out there who can you can expect a hundred yard game from every once in a while, and he's one of those guys. Yeah. <clears throat> if he was on a better team, you can almost put him up with the top four guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's just on he plays with the Broncos. Um Yeah, that's it for uh for tight ends. Yeah. Uh, James, real quick, uh, if they wanted to chat with us, send us some questions. Uh, I know we've got a few questions that we've received recently. Uh, maybe we'll do a mailbag session or something coming up. Um, but if they wanted to send us some questions, come find out about uh, some gear that we got, talk to Generate Health, see what they're all about, where could they come find us at? Uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at the podcast, the internet in general, the Fancy Monsters, or the Fancy Monsters Podcast. Yeah, come check everything out, guys. Um, We always appreciate all of our listeners and everything you do for us. Um, But thank you guys again for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters, and we'll catch you next week. Yeah, have a good one. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heater on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. I can be rude, be in the mood. I can be rotten. Forgotten, creeping in the dark.